So, Mr. Kotsa, let me start here. Are you still involved in any SASA cash payments? We are not contractually involved with SASA any longer. Our contract, as uh, the court directed, ended on the 30th of September. What we are doing at the moment, as part of what we've been doing you know, for the last uh, two and a half years, is providing a banking service to our customers. So we have a network of ATMs. These are both fixed ATMs, so you know, the kind that you will find in, in stores. Um, we've got uh, about 1,100 of those um, nationally, as well as a network of mobile ATMs. So these are ATMs that are on the back of trucks. Um, that we take out and we uh, provide a cash distribution service to our own customers. So these are Easy Pay Everywhere cardholders. Our ATMs are also connected to the national payment system, which means that they can accept uh, uh, any other bank-issued card should people wish to make use of the service. How many clients are we talking about here? So um, on the Easy Pay Everywhere side, um, we've got about one and a half to two million customers at this point in time that we service. One and a half to two million. And um, so far, you know, uh, we have been reading what uh, Sasa has been saying, and they have accused you of actually duping some of the social grant beneficiaries because they have been telling people to get the new gold card from Sasa. And that is the card that they would preferably have everybody use. What is your response to that? Well, first, I think it's important that we all understand what the uh, Social uh, Security Act actually says. Um, and, and this, by the way, has been confirmed by the minister and the CEO of SASA in various affidavits. It is the choice of any beneficiary um, where and how they want to receive their grants. So if you want to open a bank account as a social grant recipient, it's entirely up to you to make that decision whether you want to open a bank account with uh, APSA or FNB or Capitec or with, uh, with Grinrod Bank, um, the decision is entirely yours. So the post office doesn't have any form of exclusivity in terms of providing an account for the payment of social grants. I think that's the, that's the very important first part that we need to understand. The second part is that there's absolutely no restriction that is placed on how the cash is accessed. Um, so, as an example, at our ATMs, uh, if you have a, a, a SAFO gold card, you are entirely free and within the rights of the national payment system to access your grant through our ATM. So whether, again, you, you decide to go to a post office um, where you will receive your grant over the counter, or whether you decide to go to any bank ATM, including ours or our mobile ATMs, all of that is governed through the national payment system, and anybody can provide such a, a, a grant distribution service. So I'm not entirely sure um, how we can be accused of, of contravening any act or any court order. Uh, the same would then apply to all of the other banks who make their ATMs available for people to draw their cash at. And, 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 and when you explain it like that, it uh, sounds uh, you know, perfectly logical. It makes perfect sense. But uh, Sasa has come out and they have said that you, as um, a net one, you've gone out and deliberately misled beneficiaries, um, grant recipients, to take out your cards as opposed to those gold cards uh, that they have been telling people to get. How do you respond to that? Well, again, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure how you mislead anybody into getting a card. It's, it's entirely their choice. You offer them a product. The same product is offered by all of the other banks uh, in, in some way or form. In the end, it's up to the beneficiary to make a decision based on the benefits and the cost structures attached to those cards. 
So, so all of us, and, and this, by the way, again, was confirmed by SASA in a letter that they wrote to the Banking Association of South Africa a couple of months ago, where they actually asked the Banking Association to assist SASA with the opening of bank accounts for grant recipients to receive their grants. So there, there is absolutely no exclusivity that the post office enjoys in, in the opening of accounts for grant recipients. Now, also with regard to, um, you know, the deductions, you spoke about uh, everybody's free to use your services. But Sasa have also come out saying that um, once you have duped these people to sign up with you, um, these unsuspecting beneficiaries find out later, usually only the following month, that there are deductions being made from their accounts without their consent. Have you done this? Deductions um, is a matter that was actually widely debated very recently um, in the Supreme Court of Appeal. This is a a matter that we've uh, been in in discussion and, I guess, disagreement with SASA. We don't do any deductions. We run debit orders against accounts. So if any person decides that they want to take out a loan or if they want an insurance policy, um, it's entirely, again, within their rights to sign up a debit order so that the premiums or the repayments are collected on a monthly basis. In our, in our case, all of these uh, debit orders are verified and authorized by the client biometrically. So there's actually a fingerprint that verifies when the person applies for the loan or for the, or for the financial service that they authorize us to run that debit order on a monthly basis thereafter. Mr. Kotza, I'm sure like many of us, you've heard, and on occasion uh, some of these beneficiaries have been interviewed, where they have said that you are deducting money for which they never uh, gave you any authorization. And it seemingly is going on. And Sasa was going to tackle this particular issue, uh, but seemingly as per your own admission right now, it is continuing. Well, I, I would challenge Sasa to bring us any of these uh, cases. They, they did so in this court matter that I just referred to. So, so there they were six instances where beneficiaries uh, claimed that deductions were made without their consent. In every single one of them, we produced the consent provided by the beneficiary. Um, we run a full help desk service here at Ned One. So if anybody does have a dispute on a debit order, and and by the way, that is specifically why we run debit orders and why we don't make deductions. Uh, Deductions, by the way, are only allowed in terms of the Act for specific insurance policies. We don't even do deductions for our insurance policies. We run debit orders, which implies that if anybody queries the debit order, that debit order is reversed immediately in accordance with the rules of the banking system. What's the cost of those funeral policies? It varies. Um, the average uh, policy that, that our customers have is a roughly 35 rand a month. And um, the Sasa CEO, Abram Matlangu, he was speaking earlier and he said that um, they have cut all ties with CPS. And he says uh, the company is using its own money to fund withdrawals. Now, there have been complaints as well about the exorbitant bank charges uh, by yourselves. How does NetOne explain this? How much do you charge? The, the bank charges that, that, get, that specifically get charged on cash withdrawals are set by the Reserve Bank through PASA. So there is a specific set formula that is applied, and this formula is applied in terms of a, multi- a multilateral agreement between all the banks. So it doesn't matter to which ATM you go, um, the withdrawal fees that you're allowed to charge are set uh, in terms of those regulations. So 
On 1,600 rand, if we use an old-age uh, grant or just slightly less than an old-age grant uh, withdrawal, the, the fee charged would be about 15 rand. Whew, that's quite steep for someone who is dependent on that 1,600 rand. But also last week we heard uh, from our reporter out in Limpopo that um, some of your cash vans are in uh, some of the far-flung rural areas going around and again duping people into making several withdrawals. So f- first of all, I think uh, it's important to understand that SASA decided that they would close uh, from the 9,000 pay points that, that we used to service when we were still contracted to them. That number, according to the affidavits that they filed, has now been reduced to 1,750, more or less. So, so there's been a vast reduction in the number of pay points that they are um, going to service or that, where they make their services available for people to withdraw their grants. Um, we are making our cash withdrawal service available in all of those far-flung rural areas in accordance with our own internal schedules. Um, and so, uh, you know, it, it, it really is a matter of convenience as far as we're concerned for beneficiaries to choose, again, whether they want to pay a huge amount of money to travel long distances in taxis and then queue up to receive their grants, or whether they simply want to utilize a service that is uh, brought to them right to their doorstep. But it does not uh, explain why this, uh, the, your officials who go out to these rural areas to provide that service would have people make several withdrawals at 15 rand a go. Why are they duping people? It's, uh, it's, so, so they're not duping people. Our customers, our Easy Pay Everywhere customers, can withdraw their, whatever amount they want in one full uh, transaction. So there's no breaking of the transaction into, into components. Other cardholders are restricted simply because the cash that we take out are obviously, uh, is obviously earmarked for our own customer base. And to the extent that other bank, bank customers would like to utilize the service, we calculate um, the cost of delivering the service to their doorstep on the basis of a withdrawal of 750 rand. So in other words, you agree that your officials are not allowing some of those beneficiaries to make single withdrawals? We, we are not allowing uh, non-Easy Pay Everywhere cardholders to take out the full amount on their grants, but they can make several withdrawals if they choose to. If they don't want to pay the fees, they are completely free to travel to their closest post office or to a retailer or wherever they believe they get a cheaper service. Well, and um, just finally, um, uh, with other provinces, are they also providing this type of service, your people, that is, in other provinces? So we have a complete national service. We have uh, roughly 180 branches across the country where people can go to. Those are fixed ATMs. And we have a fleet of approximately 400 vehicles. Um, Together, they have roughly 1,600 ATMs that we take out into the rural areas for people to um, access cash if if they want to use the service.